ಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸದ್ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಸಮಸ್ತ ಜನಕಲ್ಯಾಣ ನಿರತ ಕರುಣಾಮಯ ನಮಿ ಚಿನ್ಮಯ ದೇವಗುರು ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ವಿದ್ವರ ಮನೋಜವಾರುದತುಲ್ಯೇಕ ಚಿತೇಂದ್ರಿಯ ಬುದ್ಧಿಮತಾಂವರಿಷ್ಟಾತ್ಮಜಂಬಾನರಯೂತಮುಖ್ಯೀರಾಮೂತ ಸಂತೋಷಿಣೀ ಜಗನ್ಮಾತ ಮಮ ಸೌಭಾಗ್ಯವೃದ್ಧೇ ನಮಸ್ಕರೋಮಿ ಭಕ್ತ ಪ್ರಸನ್ನ ವರದ ಶಂಕರ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಕೇಶವ ಬಾಧರಾಯಣ ಸೂತ್ರಭಾಷ್ಯಕೃತ ವಂದೇ ಭಗವಂತಣವಾಧ್ಯಾನೈಗಮೂರ್ತ ನನ್ಮಲಾಯ ಪ್ರಶಾಂತಾಯ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮುಕ್ತ ಮೂಕಿ ವಾಚಾಲ ಪಂಗಂಲಿಂಗಯತೆ ಗಿರಿ ಯತ್ಕೃಪಾತಮಹಂ ವಂದೇ ಪರಮಾನಂದಮಾಧವ ಸಚ್ಚಿತಂದಯ ವಿಶ್ವೋತ್ಪತ್ತಿ ಹೇತವೇ ತಾಪತ್ರಯ ವಿನಾಶಾಯ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣಾಯ ವಯಂ ನೀಲಾಂಬುಜಶ್ಯಾಮಳಕೋಮಳಂಗಂ ಸೀತಾಸಮಾರೋಪಿತವಾಮಗ ಪಾಣೋ ಮಹಾಸಾಯಕಚಾರುಚಾಪ ನಮಿ ರಾಮಂ ರಘುವಂಶನಾಥ ಹಿಂದೆ first 3 6 chapters there are three main topics were discussed one is jeeva swaroopam what exactly the nature of jeeva second chapter from 12th verse to 22nd verse details description of what is the nature of jeeva was given and then <clears throat> and jeevasarupam was discussed in all the chapters different way but mainly in second chapter these are the main verses where jeeva's nature is revealed arjuna's problem was from the standpoint of jeeva 
Bhagavan lifted him, saying that your nature is not jivatva. Jiva means individual self. You are that Satchidananda Sarupa Atma. <coughs> From that point, Nasato Vidyate Bhavo, Nabhavo Vidyate Sataha, Ubayora Vidishtuantaha, Anayo Tattu Dashivi. So that there is no coming or going. <coughs> So your nature is that Satchitaranda Surubhatma. It was revealed. Then the next point is, even though it is revealed, I am not able to understand. <laughs> so naturally, Karma Yoga was discussed briefly in second chapter, elaborately given in the third and fourth chapters. So to prepare the mind so that you become Jnana, see, the student become Jnana Yogi. Jnana Yogyada Siddhyartham Karma Yogam. Karma Yoga is to be practiced. Jnana Yogyada Siddhyartham. Because the mind is not prepared, ready, then the Jnanam, even though you hear, you will not be able to absorb it. So next topic was Karma Yoga. So Karma performed with Yoga Buddhi. So there are two points in Karma Yoga. One is Ishrarpana Buddhi, another is Prasada Buddhi. So yoga with attitude. So it is not freedom from action. So it is freedom in action. While performing the action, how free you are. How you can be free from the attachment to the result, the what will be the attitude towards the result. And these are the topic of Karma Yoga. It was very elaborately dealt with in the third chapter and the fourth chapter. <laughs> then the third topic for the Pradama Shatkam is Purushartha. <laughs> because Purushartha is free will, Generally, when in, in especially Hinduism, when we talk about karma theory, we think that it is a fatalist theory <laughs> because everything is according to your karma. Even moksha becomes according to the karma. If you are destined to have your horoscope say you will be realized, then you will be realized. That also Surya, the sun, is in Uchasthanam then realization is possible. But Swamiji, your horoscope, sun is in the wrong place. I don't think you will realize the truth. <laughs> so this way, even astrologers will discourage you. <laughs> Why? Because they are looking at your destiny. <laughs> if everything is according to your destiny, the progress is not possible. <laughs> not only that, if that is the case, the Acharyas like Shankaracharya and other Mahatmas would not have written great commentaries. <laughs> Even Upanishad study is not required because if it is there in my fate, it will come to me automatically. Even if I study or I don't study, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and at the right time, according to my prarabdha, Guru will come and lift me. <laughs> and he will touch me 
and I will gain realization. <coughs> now this is totally defeated. It is a fatalist theory. So Bhagavan revolutionizes that thinking. Purushartha has to be used. He specifically says in the sixth chapter, Uddhare Atmanam Atmanam Avasadayet so lift yourself by yourself. In that very statement, Bhagavan emphasizes the power of self-effort. Prarabdha take you to a satsang. There is a fine line between Prarabdha destiny and Purushartha. Prarabdha take you to a certain satsang, let us say, to a guru. After having got that guru, how you make use of that guru and how you progress in your sadhana and spirituality is totally depend upon your purushartha. So, there is a fine line. Prarabdha gives you opportunities. How you make use of that opportunity is entirely up to you. There, the Purushartha start working. <laughs> so unless you have that Purushartha, so even the opportunity, the best opportunities, you will not be able to make use of it. <laughs> so, <coughs> that's why our Gurudev used to give an example. That there was an astrologer who saw his son's horoscope. <laughs> he was a very famous astrologer. And when he saw the sun's horoscope, he felt that this sun will have a good time until 32. He will get married, he will have children. But after 32 years, he will lose all money. And not only that, once money is gone, his wife, children, everybody will leave him. Nothing will be left, only one house will be there, old dilapidated house. That is all he will have. He informed the son. Then son looked at his father, don't worry. At least I will have a, one old house, no? That much is enough. I will have a shelter. <laughs> that is okay, I will take care of myself. So, as predicted, exactly like that, after 32 he lost all money and his family also lost. And he was sitting. <coughs> in that building, thinking what to do. And then he saw there is one buffalo, a milking buffalo was there. That was one wealth, it was left for him. Next day morning he declared, announced the whole village, that whoever come to my house, I will feed him and give him as Dakshina one milking buffalo. And everybody, the whole village know that this fellow is a pauper, he has no money, and nobody from the village dare to go because it's a bluff. <laughs> nobody wanted to go and take advantage of this announcement. <laughs> but then what happened? There was somebody passing by, they saw the sign, so they thought that, why not, I get some good food, let me go. He went there, he was fed. <laughs> Not only that, after food is given, he gave this, this uh, buffalo also in his hand. And he uh, said, really? Yes, really. 
and took the buffalo and went away. And this man, this boy, the young man, and evening sat in front of Bhagavan and said, Bhagavan, according to my destiny, I am supposed to have one buffalo. <laughs> what I do with that buffalo, it is up to me. <laughs> and you will have to provide me another buffalo. <laughs> because that is my destiny. So, next day there was one buffalo. It was available. Bhagavan has to provide. So, that he became very famous. Because every day he was giving buffalo dhanam. But the idea is what? That prarabdha gives you an opportunity. How you make use of that opportunity is entirely up to your purushartha. So therefore, they don't say, in our culture, there is no place for purushartha, don't say. It is emphasized in our scriptures, especially Bhagavan Krishna in Gita, the sixth chapter, he emphasizes that point with this verse, so that is the Pradama Shatka Jeevasarupa. So the whole Gita is Tattumasi Mahavakya. So Tum Padartha Shodhanam is this Pradama Shatka. So first six chapters talking about revealing the nature of yourself. So the Bhagavan was talking about Jiva. Now the channel changes from 7th chapter to 12th chapter. The Madhyama Shatka. There the topic is also again three main topics. Ishwara Surupa. What is the nature of Lord? Because when you see the creation... It is from the very early ages of civilization the question has started. Human beings start thinking, what is this origin of this creation? Who created it? So this is always a challenge even today to the scientist. So until they discover that what is the origin of this creation, the challenge continues. So, our scriptures already resolve the problem, but the scientists are not able to accept it. <laughs> because unless they use their intellect, unless it is a product of their intellect, they will not be able to accept it. But our Rishis have already done the research much before them, and they have given us the answers. So, Ishwara Surupa is the main discussion in this this shatkam that is the sixth chapter starting from seventh chapter onwards seventh chapter itself bhagavan is going to reveal the nature of ishara then the second topic discussed is upasana upasana means meditation upon a given idol or a murti, a particular ishta devata, <coughs> a particular devata. So you select, that is why in Hindu mythology we have many gods. So for convenience, many different gods are given. It is not that gods, there are many gods, there are only one god. But we choose according to our temperament and you can choose and then 
doing upasana, chanting the mantra related to that particular <coughs> deity, we can do upasana. This will give you mainly concentration and the purity of mind. Then the ter- third topic is Ishwara Kripa. The blessings, the grace of Bhagavan. Without the grace of Bhagavan, nothing can function in this creation. This awareness is also very important and that part is also Bhagavan discusses in this Shatkam. Then the third topic, third Shatkam, Charma Shatkam, Jiva Ishwara Aikya. The connection between Ishwara and Jiva in 13th chapter onwards, actually 13 to 15 is the teaching, 16, 17 is actually the preparation. <laughs> how to live, uh, how you live in this world following certain values so that your mind is ready for higher contemplation. So 16 and 17 is preparation of mind. 18th chapter being the summary of it, there are no new topics discussed. So, actually the teaching of Gita ends in 15th chapter. <laughs> That's why 15th chapter is considered a very important chapter. So, so this, so Jiva Ishwara Aikyam was dis, is, dis, is discussed and Jnana Yoga is discussed there and values also, 13th chapter, there are 20 values and uh, other chapters also values are discussed. So, these are the bird's eye view of the whole 18 chapters. <laughs> so now we have completed the Pradhamma Shatkam, that is up to 6th chapter. And towards the end of the 6th chapter, Bhagavan said, Yoginam avisarvesham matgade nandaratmana shraddhavan bhajate yomam with complete faith in me, the one who worship me. He is. So, Yoginam Abhisarvesha, Tasmat Yogi Bhavarjuna, Bhagavan said, Therefore, may you become yogi, Vijvatyana yogi. May you become a meditator. That is what Bhagavan concluded in the sixth chapter, the smart yogi bhavarjuna. Then what kind of yogi? Because there are yogis who never believe in God also. There are yogis who practice yoga, but Nirishwaravadis are also there. But Bhagavan said, no, matkade nandaratmana. And whose mind is totally dedicated to me, <coughs> absorbed in me, vitsraddha, one worship me. Such a yogi is considered the greatest. Now naturally it precipitates into a question. You say Shraddhavan Lapate, Shraddhavan Bhajate Yomam, and then Yoginam Visarvesha Matgate Nantaratmana. So Matgataha Antaratmana. So my mind has to be totally given to Bhagavan. <coughs> No, how do I give my, my mind to somebody whom I don't know? <laughs> this question comes, you say, I should worship you, I should be dedicated to you, I should do that and this, you say, but I don't know you. 
Now this is the natural question. So naturally Bhagavan take up that topic to give the real reveal or introduce himself to Arjuna. This is my nature. Therefore, worship of Bhagavan become natural. It is not something that is forced. <coughs> forced by religion, forced by fear, or forced by some other <coughs> fact. But here it becomes very natural. <coughs> so this is what Bhagavan Bhashigara writes as an introduction. Yoginam Abhisarvesham Atkade Nandaratmana Shuddhavan Pajadeyomam Same Yukta Damo Madhaam Yidhi Prasnabijam Upanyasya Soyameva Yidhisham Madhiyam Tattum Evam Madgadayanandaratma Syad Ityedat Vivatshuhu Sri Bhagavan Vaja Naturally the truth concerning him he has to discuss Bhagavan himself starts the seventh chapter. He is not waiting for Arjuna to ask a question. Sri Bhagavan Uvacha Maya Saktamana Partha Yogam Yunjan Madashraya Asamshayam samakramam Yetatnyasya sitachranu Blessed Lord said, Sri Bhagavan Vacha, Mai asakta manaha, e partha. Meaning of partha I have given earlier, much earlier. You must have forgotten. And those people also not here. <laughs> so, pa means paramartha tattam. Artham means wealth. To the one for whom Lord alone is the highest wealth. That person is called partha. One meaning. Okay, partha means prutha putra also there. So kundi putra. That is a general meaning, but this meaning is more appropriate here. Epartha, that is why Arjuna was given a choice to choose before the war started. Arjuna was given a choice that I will, I will be one side, but I will not take up arm. But another side, my army, Yadava Sena, with all military supplies. And Arjuna was given the choice first between Duryodhana and Arjuna. And Duryodhana prayed. That's the only time he prayed, it seems. <laughs> he said, May Arjuna not take what I want. <laughs> so, and the prayer was answered. Arjuna chose Krishna. Bhagavan, army has no meaning to me. If you are with me, I have everything. If you are not with me, army has no meaning to me. But Duryodhana thought that without army, how can you win the war? Without material possession, how can you win the war? Whereas Arjuna understood that without Bhagavan, 
there is no victory. <laughs> so this very choice itself shows that he, he shows that his name is Partha. <laughs> For him, Paramartha Tattam Paramatma alone is real wealth, nothing else is real wealth. So he Partha, Yogam Yunjan, Madashreya, so Mai Asakta Manaha, the mind attached to me. <laughs> Asamshayam samagram maam yadhatnyasasi tachranum So, please listen to me. Mayyasakta manapartha yogam yunjan madashraya yogam yunjan practicing yoga now, Yoga Shapta here also can be understood as so for knowing the truth. Now, Bhagavan said, Shrunu, so, Maya Sakta Manapartha Yogam Vinjan Madashreha Asamsayam Samagramam Yadhat Nyasyasi Maam Nyasyasi Yadhat Tashrunu. Listen. Arjuna was listening anyway. Uh, there was only one listener. <laughs> and uh, suppose there are so many listeners are there, one may not listen to you. But here Bhagavan, only one student is there. And there is no question of not listening. And he was listening, but still Bhagavan is asking, Mishnu, <laughs> please listen. You know, that means what? I am going to tell you something important. That is the idea. Generally, people hear, they don't listen. Hearing and listening is different. So, if you hear, it go through one ear and another one, let out. That's why Bhagavan has given two ears. But listening is, you absorb the idea. So, most of us, we hear. See, it is said, when it comes to Vedantic satsang, satsang we are coming, there you should listen. In the world, you don't have to listen, you have to hear only. <laughs> because there if you take it seriously, you are in trouble. <laughs> A local gossip, what happened? You hear, don't listen. <laughs> but there what happened? We are very serious. <laughs> We have what attention, what concentration, and names, places, situation, time, everything will be given. Without writing notes, you remember, <laughs> because of the concentration. <laughs> but in Vedantic class, Gita class, after writing notes, also problem. <laughs> so, this Bhagavan here is inviting the attention of Arjuna, <laughs> saying that, now here one another meaning is also implied. This teaching that I am going to give you, Brahma Vidya, is gained by listening. Just by listening, 
you will gain this knowledge how samakram completely holy it is not keeping something baki generally gurus don't give everything some tricks they will keep it themselves but here at no samakram i shall reveal to you everything without keeping anything in me that is why this knowledge is complete purna that's why in our culture you see there is a lighting lamp <laughs> see a lamp is lit it is purna then from that lamp you light another one that also become full complete then from that you light another lamp so that also become complete purna so that is why in our culture lighting a lamp become very important because it shows purnatvam so the same way knowledge is like a lamp and if it is lit kindled in one heart and from that heart it is transferred to another heart it is also full <laughs> and that heart also give to another person it also become full so therefore this knowledge being full and complete bhagwan says samagram complete fully mam nyasyasi how you come to know about me mam here bhagwan is telling not as krishna krishna is an avatar it has got a birthday and then afterwards there is a day where he departed also so there is a biography for him but here bhagwan is talking as paramatma how you come to know my real nature yatha mam nyasyasi tatha shrunu please listen and what is this asamshayam without doubt the knowledge has to be doubt free error free doubt free <laughs> because if you have a knowledge but you are doubtful <laughs> then that is not considered knowledge so that is why generally we have a, a term we use in vedanta sthanu nigandana nyaya so when you are fixing a pole so now you there are some hole you make and then some loose mud you put and then fix it then whether to whether it is firm or not what you do you shake it then if it is moving then again you fix it the until it is not moving you keep on fixing that pole the same way this vedanta they teaching also as you go along we start questioning your own understanding <laughs> and you are shaky then again they will give you more argument so that you will become firm in your understanding <laughs> so this is asamshayam undoubtedly without any doubt or bhagwan says listening to this teaching you will definitely without doubt come to know me my real nature when what are the what are the terms required for this mai asakta manaha your mind has to be totally attached to me now attachment comes only when you have love for it wherever there is love 
there is identification. What is the definition of devotion? The definition of devotion is total identification with the Lord. That is called devotion. Parama Prema Surupa Bhakti. Narada Bhakti Sutra, first sutra is Parama Prema Surupa Bhakti. So that total identification is called real love. Even in our ordinary worldly love also. What is that? It is total identification. A mother's love for the child is what? Total identification. It is part of her. The child is part of her. And wherever the child is, whatever the child feels, mother feel it. And if the child is depressed, the mother get depressed automatically. Why my child is not feeling well? Something like that. Even though they are far away, that connection is called identification. And that much identification we have with the Lord, that identification is called real devotion. <laughs> so, mai asakta manaha. Our mind is asakta, attached to what? To the worldly things. Our mind is fixed in the worldly objects and enjoyment in the world. <coughs> and there we think that we have joy. But the investment is 100%, but the return is 15%. <laughs> this is a, it is a, it is a losing business. But then very few realize it. And yogam yunjan. And for gaining that truth, or gaining that paramatma, or attaining that state, or knowing the nature of paramatma, I am ready to practice whatever that is necessary. Whatever yoga, whether it is karma yoga, or it is bhakti yoga, or jnana marga, whatever be the path that is necessary, I am ready to undertake. That is the meaning of yogam yunjana. So I am ready to practice whatever that is necessary. That, that and the determination. Madhashraya. And again, this is very important because sometimes you want something, but you take the means, something else. Madhashraya means, suppose you want to attain the Lord and you depend upon some other means to attain God, that is not going to help. You want to attain God, you take the help from the Lord Himself, nobody else. You should ask Him to give you the help, wealth and the devotion. That's why Prasidhaji says, Anyas prahar ekupate hrdayas madhiye satyam vadami bhagavan hrdayantaratma bhaktim prayachar kupungavan rparame kamadiro doshrikitam guru manasamcha. Siddhaji says that, O oh Lord, I don't want anything. Anyas prahar ekupate asmat hrdaye. In my heart, there is no other desire. <laughs> Bhagavan said, 
that you may say no, but then no, afterwards you change. No, no, no. Satyam vadapi bhagavan yudayantaratma. I am telling you the truth. <laughs> Why? You are under Yami, you know. <laughs> you know what I am thinking. I can't bluff you. Yudayantaratma. <laughs> okay, then what is that you want? Bhaktim prayacha rakupungava nirbharame. Fill my heart with love for you. That is what I want. Now, <laughs> one said, how can I fill your heart? Your heart is filled with so many things, ragat dveshas. <laughs> I want to fill you. Are already, your heart is already full. <laughs> Something that is already full, how can I fill? <laughs> Empty your heart, then I can fill your heart. Bhagavan, if I can do that, why should I come to you? <laughs> Kāmādhidoṣa-rahitam kuru mānasam ca. So, that Kāmādhidoṣa, that Rāgatesha, etc., which is filling my heart, may you remove it, <laughs> so that you can fill my heart with devotion. See, this is called dependent upon Bhagavan. Mada-ashraya. <laughs> See, it is not that I can do it, that ankara should not be there. So that only Bhagavan, with your grace, I will be able to do it. Without your grace, it is not possible. No, 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 I will come to know God. With my analysis, with my intellectual capacity, I will reach Him. This ahankara should not be there. Bhagavan says, Madashraya. <coughs> so, asamsayam mahabhavo. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> asamsayam samagram maam yadadnyasasi tasrunu. So, Mayasakta Manapartha Yogam Yunjan Madashreha Asam Sayam Samakramam Yadat Nyasisi Touch no. Please listen how you will come to know me, my nature. I shall explain to you. Now, continuing. Jnanam Tekam Savit Jnanam. Idam Vakshyam Yasheshata Yatnyatva Neha Bhuyonyata Yatavyama Vashishyate Jnanam Teham Savitnyanam Idam Vakshyami Asheshadaha. Again, Bhagavan uses the word Asheshadaha. Earlier he said Samakram. Here is Asheshadaha. Without leaving anything. Wanting. Asheshadaha. <coughs> what, are, what is he going to talk? Jnanam. Vitnyanam. These are the two. The whole chapter is also titled as Jnana Vitnyana Yoga. So, Jnanam, one meaning is Saguna Pramat Jnanam. 
Vijnanam means Nirguna Brahmatnanam. There are two meanings. So this is this is one interpretation. Some commentator gives that. So jnanam vidyanam. Jnanam means general knowledge. Vidyanam means Vishesha Jnanam. Shankaracharya gives jnanam is for absolute knowledge. Vidyanam means lower knowledge. Vishesha Jnanam means particular knowledge. So particular knowledge, knowledge of science, knowledge of medicine, knowledge of chemistry, knowledge of this astronomy, etc. is called Vishesha Jnanam. So Vidyanam. So Jnanam is absolute Jnanam, that knowledge of the truth. <coughs> that way also we can say, but here general meaning and without complication is that Jnanam means Saguna Brahma Jnanam. Vidyanam means Narguna Brahma Jnanam. So Saguna Brahma Jnanam is what? The whole creation is Bhagavan, is Jnanam. Vidyanam is what? That Brahman is Narkunaha, Nirakaraha. So, without attributes, but no particular form, and he is beyond causation, he is beyond time and space. This understanding is Vidyanam. That is also not Vidyanam. <laughs> so, that knowledge that Brahman is all-pervasive, attributeless, and beyond causation, beyond time and space, this is only Jnana. Then what is Vitnanam? Since he is all-pervasive, he is with me also. He is everywhere, so he is with me also. One step ahead. That also not with jnanam. That only jnanam. That the Lord is all pervasive and He is with me is only jnanam. Then what is with jnanam? That Lord who is all pervasive is myself. Aham Brahma Asmi. That Lord is myself. This is called Vijnanam. Everything else is Jnanam only. So this Jnanam, which is Saguna Brahma Jnanam, means with attributes, and Vijnanam is the real nature of truth. That is Narguna Surupa Atma. Satyam Jnanam Anantam Brahma. Satyam, truth, means here existence. Existence we understand only with reference to objects. Nama, Rupa. Any existence, suppose I say that chair is. How do you understand existence? Because the chair has got a form and it has got a name. Therefore, we say chair exists. Now you remove the name and form. The chair, the name, the form of the chair. But what is left is what? 
satta existence alone. <coughs> huh? It has no form. <coughs> <coughs> Same way, chit also, chaitanyam, consciousness, chaitanyam also, we understand through what? Name and form. And remove the name and form. And what is there is Satta Spurti. Spurti means consciousness, Chaitanyam. And existence is known. Our existence is known to us. So this is called Chaitanyam. And this being Anantam. Anantam means limitless, infinite. So there is no boundary. So therefore, Satyam, Jnanam, Anantam, Brahma is the nature of Paramatma and that Paramatma is Myself. This Jnanam is called Vijnanam. All other Jnanam is conditional knowledge, therefore it is lower knowledge and so that Bhagavan is going to say lower and higher knowledge later. Savitnyanam idam vakshyami asheshadaha kadaishyami asheshadaha Without keeping anything from you, I will tell you completely. Asheshadaha yatnyatva neha bhuyonyat Having known this, yatnyatva, na iha bhūyaha anyad nyadavyam avashishyate. There is nothing more you will have to know in this world. There is nothing more remain to be known. Nyadavyam avashishyate yatnyatva. Na iha bhūyonyad jñātavyam avashishyate. So no other knowledge is equivalent to this. Brahma vidya is considered the highest vidya, knowledge. Because no other vidya is comparable to this. In Kaivalya Parishat also, this Brahmaji was approached by the student. He said, Brahma vidya is... Vidya of all Vidyas, therefore teach me that. <laughs> Why? Because this, <clears throat> you may have so much knowledge about the world and worldly things, but this will not make you totally complete. <laughs> there is always a dissatisfaction, Income, essence of incompleteness will be there in the mind, the corner of your mind. <laughs> so that will go only when one who comes to know. That is why in Chandokyamanishad, Narada approaches his brothers, Sanat Kumaras, and he says, I am suffering, Shokasya Param Tarendi, please take me across this Shoka, the samsara dukkha, and then this uh, Sanat Kumara asks, Hey, you are the greatest devotee of Bhagavan, how come you are suffering? <laughs> and he said, 
then what all things you have done in your life, tell me. So then he gives a list of his PhDs. <laughs> How many PhDs is God? Vipoda Vidya, Preda Vidya, Nakshatra Vidya, and all the Veda Vedankas. <laughs> so all Kalas, everything he lists. After knowing everything, he still feels miserable. <laughs> and it is true also. The more you know, more you feel miserable. If you know very little, you are very happy. <laughs> and we have seen that in our course, you know. A person who has just undergraduate, he understands. There is no problem. <laughs> but people who have done higher studies, PhDs and two, three PhDs, they have, they have problem. <laughs> they start thinking with that possibility is there, this possibility is there. So then what happens? They totally get confused. Simple meaning they will not be able to take. So, <coughs> this worldly knowledge, whatever you learn, however much you learn, but still there is a sense of incompleteness. But here Bhagavan says, having known this, Bhuma Vidya, Yajnatva Neha Bhuvyonyate Nyatavyam Avashishyate. There is nothing more you will, you need to know. That doesn't mean after knowing Brahma Vidya, you will start speaking in all languages. <laughs> and you don't need any translator. Nothing of that sort, please. You still need a translator. But this knowledge is such that it set you completely satisfied. And you will not have desire for anything else. <laughs> you don't feel that I should have learned that, I should have learned this, that kind of thought will not be there. <laughs> yeah? That completeness comes to you. Now the next question is, if this knowledge is such a great one, then how come people are not going for this? Why people are not interested in this? So as though Anticipating that question from Arjuna, Bhagavan answers in the third verse. Manushyanam sahasreshu kaschityatati siddhaye yatatamapi siddhanam Aschinmam vetti tattvataha Manushyanam sahasreshu Manushyanam madhe among men Thousands strive to win it. <coughs> Let us say for understanding, there are 50 million people. Out of 50 million people, 50 will try. <laughs> Isn't it? Now you can see, in New Jersey, how many million Indians are there? After that, how many are here in this hall? <laughs> Manushyana Sahasreshu. 
कश्चित यदि सिद्ध फिफ्टी मे ट्राई टू स्ट्राई फॉर दिस ಸ್ಟೇಟ್ಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ಟೇಟ್ಮೆಂಟ್ವೈಟ್ಸ್ why our people are not interested in this because one reason is normal life to go on this knowledge is not required hmm. if you go for a job interview do they ask you do you know brahman <laughs> what is brahma vidya what is the nature of sthita pratnya <laughs> second chapter do anybody ask that question no or if you want to get married to someone did that girl ask you this question in fact she will be afraid if you come to know if you start talking about this <laughs> ಲೋಕ ವ್ಯವಹಾರ ಇಫ್ ಯು ಲುಕ್ ಅಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಎವರ್ ದಟ್ ಡೈಲಿ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸಾಕ್ಷನ್ ಇನ್ ಯುವರ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಯು ಡೋಂಟ್ ನೀಡ್ ಟು ನೋ ದಿಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ವಿಲ್ ಗೋ ಆನ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಗೋಸ್ ಆನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಯುನೋ ಗೆಟಿಂಗ್ ಎ ಜಾಬ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಯುನೋ ಗೆಟಿಂಗ್ ಎ ಹೌಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಗೆಟಿಂಗ್ ಮ್ಯಾರೀಡ್ ಚಿಲ್ಡ್ರನ್ ಬ್ರಿಂಗಿಂಗ್ ಅಪ್ ದ ಚಿಲ್ಡ್ರನ್ ಆಲ್ ದೀಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ರಿಕ್ವೈರ್ಡ್ so general people who are engaged in this worldly things they get totally lost in the worldly things in life they don't even think about such and such thing is there like bhagwan is there or brahman bhagwan and brahma gnanam is required this kind of thought never comes even though india is a spiritual country but how many people know about bhagavad gita and how many people know about upanishad scriptures it is very few <laughs> not everybody knows and even if they know they will not be interested in studying that also and they will think that this is all to be postponed for retirement bhagavad gita study is only for people who are retired or retarded not for normal people <laughs> this is the whole concept and if husband is going to the gita class wife is worried are wo to sanyasi ho jayenge are bhagwan discouraged arjuna to become sanyasi that is the story but they don't understand that they think that whoever attend gita they become sanyasis please <laughs> they will not we don't want you to become sanyasi you stay there only <laughs> because everybody become sanyasis then what sanyasi will do <laughs> who will give him bhiksha <laughs> it's a problem so there must be grahasthas you know <laughs> so manushyanam sahasreshu kashchit yadati siddhaye vikas 
there is no <coughs> need or there is no importance for this knowledge in their life that is one reason then some people without their knowledge they get attracted to it see they don't know why they somehow get attracted to satsang and study of scriptures etc they automatically get by what they don't know if someone asks that question why what was that turning point in your life that made you go towards this path people generally ask me this question when i look back there is nothing <laughs> it was from childhood onwards there is an inclination towards it. and something was driving me from behind even though i want to get out of it but no put me back again <laughs> so this is something because of our purva samskaras it is purva janma sukrata something we must have done in the previous life that is carry forward that's why in sixth chapter we saw nahi kalyanakat kasya durgatim tadagachati prapya punnyakritam loganushitva shashvati samaha sujinam simadangehe yoga prashto bijayate athava yuginam eva lebhavati madam etatti dullabadaram ityadi so these yoga prashtas last life they must have done some practice of meditation etc study satsang as a result of that they are given a life and from childhood onwards they are given an opportunity to pursue this path but even if they pursue the path they may not reach there because of lack of self effort ha ah. purushartha bhava hmm ಸಹಸ್ರೇಷುಚಿಂತಿ among those millions one per chance come to know me but it should not dis- discourage us okay <laughs> who knows you are that one among the million <laughs> now these three verses are introduction to the topic now having srotaram prarochanena ಶ್ರೀ ಅಭಿಮುಖೀಕೃತ್ಯ ಆಹಾರಿಂಗ್ ದ ಲಿಸ್ನರ್ಸ್ ಅಟೆನ್ಷನ್ ನವ ಅರ್ಜುನ ಅಟೆನ್ಷನ್ ಈಸ್ ಸೆಕ್ಯೂರ್ಡ್ ಸೊ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಈಸ್ ನಾಚಿಂಗ್ ಹಿಮ್ ಕಂಟಿನ್ಯೂ ಹಿಸ್ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ ಸೊ ಫಾರ್ ದೀಸ್ ತ್ರೀ ವರ್ಸಸ್ ವರ್ ಇಂಟ್ರೊಡಕ್ಷನ್ ಹೌ ಟು ಇಂಟ್ರೊಡ್ಯೂಸ್ ಅ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ ಹೌ ಟು ಕ್ರಿಯೇಟ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಇಂಟ್ರೆಸ್ಟ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ನರ್ ವಿ ಶುಡ್ ನೋ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ one is an expert <laughs> now continuing bhumi ra ponalo vayu bhumi ra ponalo vayu kamano buddhire vacha kamano buddhire vacha ahankara itiyam me 
भिन्ना प्रकृति भूमिरापो नलो वायु खमनो बुद्धिरेव अहंकार भिन्ना प्रकृति अष्टदा दिस अष्टदा प्रकृति डिस्टिंक्टिव एटफोल्ड नेचर अष्टदा प्रकृति वट आर दे उल्टा बोल रहे हैं भूमि आपहा अनलहा भूमि रापो नलो आपहा अनलहा वायु खम मनहा बुद्धि अहंकार सो स्पेस एयर फायर वाटर अर्थ पंचभूतास एंड माइंड इंटेलेक्ट एंड ईगो दीज आर दी अष्टदा प्रकृति इन द बिगिनिंग देवर ऑल इन सटल फॉर्म आफ्टर पंचीकरण इंटर मिक्सिंग अलोन दे बिकम ग्रॉसिफाइड Before that, they were all in subtle form. So, there are Prakriti, Avyakta, then Mahatattva, then called the Ahankara, then Panchabhutas. This is how the whole creation, Bhagavata, there are more details are given there. So, here, Ashtada Prakriti interpretation, there are so many different kinds. But simple one is for everybody to understand is five elements, mind, intellect, ego. But if you go into technical detail, they will say that avyakta, that is prakriti, maya. Then mahattattva, that is hirnyagarbha. Then ego, hankara. <coughs> Total hankara. It is not individual ankara. Total ankara means identification with the ability to create. That ankara comes. So that is also ashtada prakriti in total sense. But if you look at it individual sense, these five elements constitute your physical body. We have occupied space. We have vayu, oxygen. So pranavayu is going. And then temperature, Agni, Tattvam is there, water, Tattvam, shape of your body is water, and the minerals also there, therefore earth is also there. So all Panchabhutas are there in your physical body, and mind, intellect, and ego. So this is Ashtada Prakriti. <coughs> now this Ashtada Prakriti is the Bhagavan, you know in Puranas, Bhagavad, especially Bhagavadam, you must have heard Bhagavan had 16,008 wives, right? The eight wives, this is the one. Main wives were eight, isn't it? Rukmani, Satyabhama, then what is that? Uh, Jambavi, and Kalindi, then uh, Lakshmana, there's uh, two more. So, there are eight wives. They are considered the major one. And then afterward, what about 16,000? 
So all this prakriti's modification, sixteen thousand is nothing <laughs> compared to. So the the prakriti the called sarga. Sarga is the original manifestation of the elements. Out of that elementals were created. They are plenty, manifold. Sixteen thousand is only a conservative number. <laughs> it is not the real number. Actually, sixteen thousand is just just to say that many modifications are there in the mind, and it is also said there are sixteen thousand different varieties of thought passes through your mind every day. Our rishis have calculated. John Wayne or somebody also said that, right? Yeah. But he calculated more, I think, more than the sixteen thousand. <laughs> so Bhumi Rapo Nalo Vayuhu Kamano Buddhirevacha Ahankara Itiyamme Pinna Pragadirashtada. These are the Eightfold nature of mind. Bhagavan. May binna pragadrishtada. The may shabda is very important. My ashtada pragadri. Bhagavan's ashtada pragadri. Continuing. Apareyamitastvanyam. Prakritim vidhi me param Jeeva bhutam mahabhaho Yedam dharyate chakate Now Bhagavan is making a distinction here. This is Lower Prakriti. Iyam apara itaha. This is the lower Prakriti, different from it. Itara apareyam itattu anyam prakritim vidhime param. So this is the lower Prakriti, different from it. O mighty armed, Mahavaho, mighty armed soldier, that is Arjuna, Vithi, come to know, may, my, param, higher, nature. Other than this lower nature, so Bhumi Rapo Nalo Vanni, other than this Ashtada Prakriti is considered lower nature, means Saguna nature. Then other than this I have a higher nature. So that is Param, higher. Jiva Bhutam. Abaho Yaya Idam 
ಧಾರ್ಯತೆ ಜಗತ್ ಬೈ ವಿಚ್ ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಈಸ್ ಧಾರ್ಯತೆ ಅಪ್ ಹೆಲ್ಡ್ ಸಪೋರ್ಟ್ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಆಲ್ ದ ಪಂಚಭೂತಾಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮನಃ ಬುದ್ಧಿ ಅಹಂಕಾರ ಆಲ್ ಆಫ್ ದಮ್ ಆರ್ ಇನರ್ಟ್ ಬೈ ನೇಚರ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಸೆನ್ಷಿಯಲ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಪ್ರೆಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಪ್ರಿನ್ಸಿಪಲ್ ಕಾಲ್ ಪರಾ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಪ್ರೀ so a is very life element so apareyam idastvanyam prakritim vidhime param jiva bhuta mahabaho edam dharyate jagat apheld dharyate ಭಗವಾನ್ ಸೇಸ್ ನಾ ಮೇಕ್ ಇಟ್ ಟೂ ಡಿಫರೆಂಟ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ ಒನ್ ಇಸ್ ಪರಾ ಎಂಡ್ ಅಪರಾ ಪರಾ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಅಪರಾ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಲೋವರ್ ಲೋವರ್ ಎಂಡ್ ಹಾಯರ್ ಸೊ ಲೋವರ್ ಪ್ರಗತಿ ಈಸ್ ಅಷ್ಟದ ಪ್ರಗತಿ ದ ಹೋಲ್ ಕ್ರಿಯೇಷನ್ ಈಸ್ ಮೇಡ್ ಅಪ್ ಆಫ್ ದೀಸ್ ಏಟ್ ಫೋಲ್ಡ್ ನೇಚರ್ ಆಫ್ ಪ್ರಗತಿ in bhagavata sarga is the original creation of elements then visarga means modification of that elements into manifold creation all of them are considered apara in mundaka upanishad apara vidya para vidya is also there so apara vidya the rishi includes even vedas okay <laughs> rigveda yajurveda samaveda adharvana veda also he considered it is apara vidya only because vedic knowledge itself see just because you know how to chant vedas doesn't means you know the <laughs> brahman ah of course vedic mantras when you chant there are some punyas any vedic mantra you chant it gives you certain uh, health also some of them gives you good health mental health also it gives you so most of the chanting recitation it will give you mental strength ayatri mantra if you chant every day so sandhya vandanam if you do every day it gives you mental strength to face any situations but we have neglected that what to do <coughs> we have inherited such a great wealth but we have not realized this greatness some foreigner has to come and tell you then we will get this i was doing it <coughs> what is that in front of ganesh bhagwan you know we do that <laughs> that has become a big yoga now and patented also <laughs> that's another thing 
child onwards we have been doing it nobody bothers now it has become such a great news bbc news <laughs> so the enlivening factor is the dharyate means the one who supports dharyate jagat antat pravishtaya ashara right antat pravishtaya dharyate having entered that's why straiteya vinishat the shruti is tat srishtva tadevanu pravishade tadanu pravishya satchatachavavati niruktam cha niruktam cha nilayanam cha nilayanam cha vidyanam cha vidyanam cha <coughs> having created he entered now having created he enlivened that's the idea entered means not pravesha shruti it is not that having created the house he entered one day graha pravesham not like that <laughs> because suppose having created the house the space entered can you say <laughs> so <coughs> in fact you created the house in space only <coughs> so entry here is something like you are dreaming you created the dream world and then you entered the dream world what with sankalpa you are the enjoyer isn't it so the entry into the dream world by you is also yourself it is what giving life to that dream world so the same way here also that bhagwan having aryate means having entered the creation means having enlivened the creation he supports like electricity enlivening that fan or light the bulb and he supports that light or he sub the electricity supports the electrical equipment in that respect it is dharyate jagata ಜೀವಭೂತೀವಭೂತೀವಭೂತೀವಭೂತ so human beings breathe animals breathe birds also breathe <laughs> isn't it even trees also breathe trees are breathing that is why we are breathing <laughs> if they don't breathe we are not we are dead ಭೂದ 
ಕಾರ್ಯದೆ ಜಗತ್ ಅಂತರ್ಪವಿಷ್ಟಯ ಹ್ಯಾವಿಂಗ್ ಸೆಟ್ ದಟ್ ನಾವ್ ಎ ಕ್ವಶನ್ ರೈಸಸ್ ಇಫ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಹೋಲ್ಡಿಂಗ್ ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಸಪೋರ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ will you not get affected by the world <laughs> now what is the secret everything bhumi rapo nalo vayukam mano uttirevacha ahankara itiyam me bhinna prakritishtada this ashtada prakriti is your lower nature me prakritishtada my lower nature and my higher nature is the one that supports and elevates the entire creation but you are both higher and lower now the problem is if you are both then will you not get affected by the creation this is the next question we shall see that tomorrow uh, it's a very the two verses which is important jnanam vijnanam Yeah, the whole chapter you read, what is Jnana Vijnana? We ask, where, where did Bhagavan say Vijnana? <laughs> Nowhere is specifically said, we have to recognize it. Now Bhagavan is going to talk about Vijnana. We'll see tomorrow. Om Purnamadam Purnamidam Purnas Purnamadachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vishishyade ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ